Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to this week's self-love podcast, Quickie, where I'm answering a question from someone that asked me, how on earth do you keep yourself organized when life is so busy? And I guess one of my best replies to that is to declutter your life. And I just think one of the most important things we can do to operate at a higher level is to ensure that we are clear of clutter We know that clutter is debilitating and most of us get that, but not all of us are terribly good at doing anything about it, especially when we have the excuse of life is busy. For some of us, thinking about throwing things out is as terrifying as asking some girls to give up wine or chocolate. But there's a whole bunch of advice out there, beginning with those sensible instructions to designate boxes, either charity, rubbish or keep or unsure and then telling us we must make up our minds about what we put into the unsure box within a week (laughs) or else. Besides that, there's a school of thought developing that tells us a cluttered environment can contribute to things like weight gain and stress. So it seems that if we get busy, we can kill two birds with one stone by burning the calories as we get rid of the things that we don't need. Let's face it, one of the most important things of all is to just get it done. I personally have a rule in our house that we only keep that which is useful and or beautiful. You could adopt the same mantra, even if you need to take baby steps and see how an organized home and office can improve the way you get things done. And when you're clearing out those rooms, one of the best things I love to do is to create a blend and choose oils like basil, rosemary, lemon. I love rosewood. I love peppermint, I love pine, any of those kind of uplifting inspirational oils are fantastic to use in your diffuser to help keep you focused and most importantly, basil is the key here, is one of the best oils to help make decisions. I love the book from Brian Tracy, the book called Eat That Frog. I read it many, many decades ago, (laughs) and it still reminds me to this day of the basic principle of doing the job you least want to do first and then getting on to doing the things that you want to do. If you procrastinate on the yucky ones, let's face it, they do wear you down and play at the back of your mind. And I can give you a personal example. If tax time is a pain in the butt for you, then quit procrastinating, get up early the next morning and just get it over and done with. I know for me, I have a personal sense of achievement and relief. And when I do do it and complete it, I feel really virtuous. So stop dilly-dallying around and go and do the things you least want to do one step at a time and then move on to the next. I personally find writing a list of all the things that I want to do and then gradually ticking those things off. But if I don't write a list, I tend to go around in circles trying to work out which is the one I should do. So having a list can also be a great way to help declutter your mind of the things that you have to do. But beyond general clutter, there is another worthwhile challenge. Why not simply declutter and simplify your life as well as your cupboards? We all face pressure to buy things, replace them with up-to-date versions in a different color, Research is delighting in telling us how many ads we see in a day or a week. 
it's almost as if there's something in our blood that makes consumerism seem almost normal. Living differently takes courage. We know many parents who have made the deliberate decisions not to automatically give their children the latest gadgets or to provide flash new wardrobes each season. This is a form of decluttering in itself and one that has many positive side effects as not only are you teaching your children the valuable lesson of want or need, but when you make a choice like this, you begin to look for adventure in unusual ways and life becomes far more interesting as a result. So, Bearing in mind that there's nothing wrong with shopping for fun or just buying things that take our fancy. After all, I know for some of us that it's a really nice stress relief or some girls just like to have a bit of fun. But here are some reasons that I've researched as to why living simply will recharge you and possibly even transform your life. Number one, there's less stress. Simplifying the way you live requires you to make priorities of the things you value, whether they're possessions, goals, or relationships. Less stuff in the cupboard or mind means you'll keep things that you use or bring you pleasure. Or what matters to you? Which possessions really make routines easy or your days richer? Think about that. Sometimes I really do believe that less is truly more. Number two. Focus on the things that matter to you. It's really easy to fall into the trap of telling ourselves we'll do something such as work on our dreams or help others when there's time or when it's finished. The problem with that is that the other things don't go away and it's hardly ever our natural inclination to think we have enough when it comes to time or money. It's one thing to learn to say no to demands that you simply don't have time for or capacity for fulfill. But what about going a step further and deciding that you'll concentrate on the things that matter to you? And then if there's time, you can add the other things. Concentrating on things that matter to you is by no means selfish. It simply means you'll begin to do the things that you were put on this planet to do rather than cluttering up your life with busyness. Now, just simply work out what matters to you. And of course, that will be different for each of us because we're all talented in different ways. Take your time, but remember, focusing on the things that matter to you the most is what in turn will bring you the most joy. Number three, there's adventure in unexpected places. Detaching from the need to roam the shopping center for more stuff allows you to be more creative with your time. Why not do something different? Pick a manageable picnic. So pack a manageable picnic, and you can pick the right foods to go into there as well, and haul some friends up at a nearby mountain or park or beach to begin or end the day. Find a walking trail that ends near a fabulous restaurant to finish your dose of fresh air with a gorgeous lunch. Next time a friend has a birthday, take the whole group of friends to an op shop maybe or some place where there's bargains and see who can buy each other the craziest or most fun outfit, which of course they must wear to the party. Once you put your mind to work, you'll be scrambling for find, to, to find time to enjoy all the ideas. I just think it's really important to sometimes think outside the square and it's sometimes doing it together in a group or with friends or people that you love that you come up with even more great ideas that certainly help lessen the load of overwhelm, overload, or clutter. The other big idea that that makes decluttering worthwhile, 
whether you're, I'm getting, trying to declutter my mind as I'm thinking these things. The other big idea that makes it all worthwhile, whether you're getting rid of the things or unnecessary routines, is that you'll be making way for new things to come into your life. I've seen it on many occasions. Have you ever decluttered your wardrobe and then find your weight suddenly begins to fall? Or have you organized your finances only to find money begins to flow in again? And it really is true. How can you possibly have more in your life when it's full and cluttered already? There have been many times for me when I have decluttered and been amazed at what flows into my life immediately afterwards. You know, when I have even gone to write books or programs, once I've got it out of my head, how quickly and easily it flows into reality. I really do believe that the more you can focus on keeping things and life simple, the more your life flows with more grace and ease. Decluttering is just one of the most powerful tools that you could ever use to help get some clarity into your life. I know for me, my family or colleagues always know that I'm a little bit stressed when I start clearing out cabinets, um, filing cabinets, bookshelves, drawers, cupboards. Sometimes it is also a form of stress relief when we actually take one cupboard, one drawer, one room at a time. It really does become a beautiful, easy process to help you not only do it on a physical level, but we also find that when you're in the process of decluttering things, your mind also starts to declutter as well. I'd like to put it out to you. Over the next 28 days, get serious about creating spaces that are organized, calm, practical, and beautiful. Use label makers. I love them from Officeworks so that everyone in your home can help keep the system working. Get the kids to help out. Even when mine were little, I'd always get them to strive to clear something, clean something, so that they too learn the art of cleaning up after themselves but also knowing that a clean space creates more creativity within their own little minds. Sell or give away things that you no longer need and value the things that you do keep. Every Christmas or birthday time when my kids were growing, I would get them to choose the toys that they no longer played with and then together we would take them to the Salvation Army or a lifeline, a someplace, a charitable place or give them away at different fate or fears and make sure that they actually saw the process of giving to those that were less fortunate than themselves. Just do whatever it takes. And while you're at it, do the same for your soul. Be strong and gracious about your priorities and watch what begins to happen. And I'd so love it if you let me know how you go with this decluttering process. So how do we take action? I'll recap. First, sort out your wardrobe. (laughs) It's probably a great place to start. And let's be real, if you haven't worn in the past two years, you probably never will. Getting rid of the old makes way for new. Keep that in mind too. Over the next 28 days, aim to have your house completely organized. You might want to extend that out over the next two or three months, but sometimes by giving yourself a limit of 28 days, that's four weeks, one major room per week, you may find yourself getting really ahead of yourself. Sit down and plan the month ahead. Set yourself weekly goals and what rooms or cupboards you're going to work on first. Having a plan, remember, makes it a lot easier to stick to 
And there is nothing more powerful than ticking off and uh, making sure that those boxes get delivered to the, to the charitable organizations. That makes you just feel so virtuous. The plan and having the goal, writing it down and ticking things off makes it a lot easier, as I said. Remember your mantra, unless it's useful or beautiful, I don't need it. And I really do encourage you to think about that. Sometimes we hold on to things just for the sake of it. But as I've heard in the past, one man's treasure, sorry, one man's junk is another man's treasure. You have no idea. Isn't it beautiful to think that there's someone out there, man or woman, who could do with the thing that you're not even using at the moment? Let's recycle this stuff. Give to people who may be in more need than you. And as a consequence, I encourage you after listening to this to plan your next adventure, make it exciting and fun, and maybe make it away from the shops. I sincerely hope that you are going to give me some feedback on what you are decluttering, even if it's just a drawer, even if it's just a bathroom or a laundry or a cupboard or something, your car is another place to declutter, your front yard, your rubbish, your shed, (laughs) your toolbox, whatever it is, take the time to declutter and then share with me how you feel by doing so in the process. I know for me, keeping a clean environment keeps a clean head, clean heart, clean soul. And I truly do believe that decluttering is one of the most powerful uh, metaphors for decluttering a heart, mind, and soul as well. Give me your feedback on my Instagram page, Kim Morrison and the number 28, or go to thewellnesscouch.com forward slash self-love podcast or my Facebook page, Kim Morrison Training, and really do love to hear your tips and advice around decluttering. As I said, I think it's one of the most powerful rituals we can undertake. Let's not wait till spring to do this. Let's get into it now and make the following months and the rest of this year one of your best and most simplified yet. Take care now, and I look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family and head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.